right. So welcome to the Kuya Chris and Friends podcast. <clears throat> yes, yes. We're going to kind of shimmy this together uh. because of some technical difficulties, but we're going to open up with a freestyle. Okay, okay. And let me bump Lil J. Cole Rise and Shine instrumental. <clears throat> Okay. Okay. Do you uh, hear that? Yeah, yeah, perfect. All right. Hey, look. we got Herschel up in here. Oh. Repping Pep. Okay. Uh. <laughs> yeah. All right, wait. Uh. What's to the beat? What's to the beat, <clears throat> That'll do. Oh, okay. Here it goes. Me and Kuya Chris about to do a flow. Oh, for show. We on a show. Can I curse? Yeah. Fuck the show. Okay, here we go. We got the beers going. And we about to talk about some subjects you be knowing. Uh, maybe education, Asian American, something about community, something about a heritage. I don't even really know. We about to get into it. Yo, us, man, we into it. We into it. Our flows and we keep in, going in and flowing in and going in and going out. Above and soaring to the top of the high mountains You know us, man, we are like a fountain of rhymes That keeps spewing like a fucking glacier You know me, man, cold like a glacier And, and I keep on doing this You know us, man, we be doing shit While you be chilling in the house, not doing shit Oh, okay Yeah, he got them rhymes, he got them lines Shoot, we're trust trying to find a way to do this podcast thing My computer messed up But I don't give a shit Cause I just find ways to Hustle and move it I'm like MacGyver I know how to Look around to the things And use it I wanna bring some bling I'll make you wanna Give me a ring But these ladies Don't return my things They don't return my DMs But it's fine I ain't screaming I just continue dreaming I'm putting the work in Now I'm gonna Go old school And start jerking Like Jerk. it's you know me, man, I be lurking uh. on those IG pages, but I ain't liking You know uh. me, man, I'm like a liking, a werewolf I come in, I tear it, I leave in, I don't care I go home and chill and I take a nap uh. Know me, man, I'm on the map uh. Pulling Filipinos on the map, what uh. I meant to say You know me, far away from the bay, 510, here we stay And uh. we keep going, you know me and the beat is dying. I don't even know. I'm a pastor to Chris. <laughs> you got it, boy. Uh. <laughs> How we do it one time. Let me give you a new rhyme I wish the music was louder in my headset But better yet, I'll put it in I won't ever quit This is me just trying to find a way to drink some gin Yeah, I got dreams that are bigger than you I'm finding ways to find the deeper truth I'm a little bit ethnic studies educated But sometimes I get provocated To just slip some problematic shit But then I get checked real quick I say, I'm sorry <laughs> Please, I didn't mean to be rude I'm just trying to fly i'm a funny ass dude funny ass dude and we're not trying to be rude like who your chris said man we on our own zone you know us man higher than the ozone but we don't smoke on anything that'll get you high uh, i can't deny i'm that type of guy that'll come into the spot and i'll light it up why light it up every time that's how i i 
I don't know. <laughs> uh, yes, you do know. Don't say that you don't. Now, you just need to learn how to flaunt the dreams that you got inside. See, beat the beat be repeating. I'm just finding another way for 20. We're all greening. We're all smiling. We're all winning. I don't smoke no more because that was my sin. And I'm just trying to do something good before I spark a blunt. But maybe I'll spark some wood. <laughs> uh, yeah, 420 blaze it. 420 glaze it. <laughs> uh. I don't know. Okay. Uh, that was good. Thanks, brother. Yes. That was a J. Cole Rise and Shine instrumental. Uh-huh. A little ghettoed out because there's something on with my computer, but it worked oh, out. It's all good. Yeah, it's all good. It's that all good. Out. So now. Uh-huh. Yes. Thank you for oh. freestyling. Let me give you the official oh, okay, okay, invitation yeah. to drink in the official Pep 15 year anniversary oh. cup. Oh, thank you, sir. And I have. You got two of them? What? You got, is that, is that no, a this is my too? sister's. It looks exactly alike, but yeah. hers is Stanford. Oh, okay. But it's like oh, this. The same people. Yeah, yeah, right. probably. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for coming on, brother. We have Lagunitas Ooh. Cappuccino Stout. So yeah, it's like that's a stout with some coffee, it says. That's mm-hmm. the reason why I got this. It was like. That's different. Yeah, infused <laughs> with coffee. So I don't know, though, if it has caffeine, but it's pretty strong. It's 9.1%. Longinitas are like that, though. Huh? They're, they're always the strongest. Which one? Super strong in like the um, flavor and just the added, like, yeah, cappuccino, like taste to it it's crazy which ones <laughs> which ones no longanitas like ipas ipas oh. in general yeah oh you know a good number of beers you've been doing service industry work so you know loki 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 i don't i mean i don't know okay yeah what i know though yeah. you are i know you because of pep yes so we've been teaching at denman middle school for like a year and a half, almost two years now. Yeah, that's been some time. That's been we've been there quite some time now. <laughs> so now let's drop a bomber. Are you coming back next year? <laughs> let's put it on when record. It, wait, when is this? When are you airing this? <laughs> I'm just playing. No, just, it's probably gonna go up in like a week. In a week, so yeah. I mean, they already. Uh, you know, uh, Ariza actually texted me because I didn't make it to last Wednesday yeah. when uh, she wanted like the answer for everybody and i felt so like singled out and i was just like feeling so bad but uh yeah i mean i, I like the work that we do uh i mean we had this conversation before i just feel like uh after i graduate in may i definitely feel like i want to have the freedom to you know pursue whatever i'm you know trying to pursue yeah and that requires me to have like that full kind of I need as much time, like basically, and I don't want to have any commitments that is going to put a restraint on that. What do you want to pursue? What are you saying? You you want to pursue something? What do you want to pursue? What field? What um, vision do you have? Okay, so speak into the mic. Just yeah. a reminder, you should be able to hear yourself clearly on the headset. Yeah. Uh, okay. So before I even stumbled into this pep thing, I actually was. And it might sound like lame, but I actually wanted to learn how to like copyright. I wanted to be a copywriter. I wanted to be a technical writer. When I started uh, this college thing, what's a copywriter? Is that for <laughs> ad advertising? Um, well, I, I actually still need uh, to research that bit a little more. Copywriting actually kind of came up sort of recently. Uh, technical writing is originally what I wanted to 
pursue. Technical writing is basically like writing like manuals. Really? You're yeah, interested things in like that? that. I mean, uh, I th- I just feel like it makes use of like my writing skill. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just something that like I have this. I've been building the skill for like how many years? I might as well just put it to use, even if it's not in like a, uh, a completely creative, like you know, like like sphere. Like I'm like writing like short stories or anything. It's still kind of cool that yeah, I'm yeah, getting yeah. to use something that you know. That I, I like doing. Maybe you can make manuals finally interesting, <laughs> like useful and interesting, so that people actually read it and yeah. learn how to use things. And then rather than just immediately <clears throat> throw it out, every manual I've had probably just sits there for like two weeks, and I'm like, I don't need this anymore. See, that's what I need to do. That is that's you my calling in life. Dis- yeah, disrupt uh, the system of I know, manuals. I know. I need. I want. I want you to read this manual. <laughs> This is this is where we're lacking in society. Mm. We don't we don't uh, read manuals anymore. Or what if <laughs> you end up writing a life manual? <clears throat> That's some creative switch to it. Oh, like a life manual for the youth. Mm. Mm. Nah, there's enough self help books out there. I don't really. I <laughs> you don't want to break into that. into that market. I'm a. Uh, I'm against all those self help books. I used to be so. Really, you're against self help. You know, books? Uh, when I was like 17. Uh, I, I randomly was at a bookstore and I randomly came across this book called um, "The Power of the Con- uh, Subconscious Mind." By and who, do you know, do you remember? I don't, I don't remember some, I don't know, proclaimed like doctor or whatever. But it, it, it was basically that whole like, um, like you know, people who believe in like the secret, like yeah, people, yeah, like yeah, yeah. you, you focus your mind like on this thing, and then it's gonna supposed to like uh, manifest itself. manifest in your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh i man i i believe that to a t i was so like i don't know so wanting to uh believe in you know because you're young and you want to you want to believe like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna do this or i'm gonna have like the best kind of like you know like I, ideal life for like myself you want to have the answer yeah that's what you're saying right? i wanted to have all the answers i wanted to feel like I had control like over my life and when that when that book came into my life I definitely felt like it was like all right this is what I'm what I need like going forward and I felt yeah I felt kind of betrayed in in a way betrayed. I guess, yeah because none of that shit worked bro <laughs> why what did you try to focus on focus on everything i was like <laughs> girls 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 or uh straight a's straight a's straight a's do you do exercises no. like you it tells you to sit down right on the couch and then envision with a vision board and then like do it with emotion and see yeah. yourself um okay that. there was a i think well because there was a movie did you see the movie the secret the secret movie. movie there was yeah. a movie I think it's on netflix I think oh it's yeah netflix yeah now. yeah i haven't i haven't checked it out i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to because i felt like so much of uh one of the exercises on there was um you have to write out uh all the things that you want because you have to focus <laughs> you have to focus on like what you want to uh manifest in your life and i remember like it was, I don't know, man. It's kind of weird because every day I would, I would do that and then I would look over it and I would like, actually I had like a piece of paper that I used to like always carry with me. And yeah, like I said, like it, it just became so like repetitive and I wasn't getting anywhere with like any of like my goals. And I just felt like it's such a like self-fulfilling or not self-fulfilling, um, 
what's the word what's the word when you just you all i was doing was just wanting it without actually putting into action mm, anything mm, on my part mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i feel like that's so like yeah like that is so representative of how people like want things like like instantly or yeah. like without like you know success without yeah uh hurt and pain and like struggle hmm. you know what i mean but i think that hmm. there's like there's good in that sitting down and writing what you want and like envisioning the these goals or even vision boards <clears throat> but maybe the missing part was a real discussion about but wait there's this other step which is action and putting in the work to get these goals or what you want because that wasn't necessarily talked about in the movie or the book mm-hmm. it was it was really just like hammering this like think and it will happen you need the desire for it you need to focus on your desire for it and the desire will they just it's like a magnet yeah manifest in your life yeah i don't i think it was pointing <clears throat> to some a good direction but it wasn't a full manual yeah i mean i remember like i read the article too like if you focus or if you people who subscribe to that kind of like idea and they they go on to like you know talk to people like about it like oh yeah i want to do this 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 like just doing that by itself is sort sort of rewarding like yes, to your brain yes i've heard that and it in a way make it satisfies that part that would have you know been in place for like the achievement of that yep, actual thing yep. And then you don't have to yeah have to go on because you get those little social <clears throat> rewards like oh yeah I'm planning on starting a business and then the people oh that's dope that's dope good job that's a great idea yeah and then you're like yeah it is a great idea I'm fucking awesome yeah exactly <laughs> it's so it's so self congratulating you're just like patting your like applauding <laughs> yourself patting yourself on the back and meanwhile like where you at like you know not uh, to say that I don't know but that but I mean. So to backtrack on what I said then, it is it can be useful when you actually, I guess, combine it with doing what you want to do and not just strictly follow the the idea of just like desiring it like so badly that, you know, it's just going to happen for you. Uh. Um, but I think I just focused too much on the desiring part. <laughs> but you've not learned, very action oriented. But you've learned throughout the years like to switch it up. Oh, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> okay, let's let's kind of go over some major themes that I like to ask. Yeah, yeah, folks. First, let's get a little self-critical and academically um, um, introspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What is your identity? What do you like to call yourself? Are you a Filipino, a Phil Am, a human being, a uh, brown person? A what? What? What is within uh, this world? I. I am Filipino American. Okay. Uh, and uh I mean to be honest that to be able to say that is kind of uh I wouldn't say like uh a new thing, but it's definitely something that uh, I've I've come to understand in like doing the work that that we do in the last like, kind of like couple years. Um What do you mean you've come to understand? <clears throat> Cuz I mean Okay, so for the people who are listening, I uh, I was not the I I, I, was, I didn't grow up in the Bay Area. I grew up in uh, Bakersfield, California. Um, Bakersfield, dominantly like Latin Latinx and I mean like white, like you know. So 
all my friends growing up were white and Latinx, and I just didn't have I didn't have a community uh, of Filipinos where I lived to really have that to learn about like myself that I would that when you you know not necessarily like because you know my parents like taught me things but there was still that void of like community that I, I definitely didn't have in Bakersfield <clears throat> when you say it's Latinx and white how what's the distribution between white and Latinx oh is it uh, hmm. I want to say it's pretty at, at least okay so in Bakersfield I lived in, specifically in Southwest Bakersfield. It's kind of like a nicer part. Um, I would honestly say maybe like sixty percent like uh, white, forty percent. Yeah, yeah really? a little. Yeah, a little, a little more. I mean, that's still and now a I'm, pretty sizable Latinx population. Yeah, and I'm not. And there were like Filipinos too, and and it, you know there were like just Asians uh, too, but would definitely overpowered by the uh like other populations and like i know in, like in high school there was like that group of uh filipinos that would just like hang out with each other um but my the way that i was at the time like i just didn't really i tried to distance myself really yeah from filipinos yeah 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 for sure because uh <clears throat> okay so hmm. Why do you uh, think you, yeah, why yeah, do you yeah, think yeah. you distanced yourself? Uh, man. Wait, so, wait, wait, but you were born here. You were born in the I US. was born in, yeah, yeah. I was born in Mountain View. Mount, oh, you born were born in, in Mountain View yeah, first. Bo- yeah, born in Mountain View. Uh, when not until I was like five, I believe. Then, yeah, my dad got this job out in like uh, Wasco. But uh, the company he was working for, uh, moved their facilities to wasco it was like the best job my dad could get you know um is that near bakersfield i don't know yeah 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 it's in it's in the well generally speaking in the central valley uh so what was he didn't want to move it was um um it was it was just like okay so the i can't really like put a name to it but it was basically he was just like a a projects manager like a project manager Uh. because he was working with like really kind of like um like chemicals like he was working in a chemical plant managing like 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 operations the operations yeah oh, okay. managing different people yeah so for you know the skills that like he had and like come in with like you know basically like, no education like this was like the best thing that you could get so and he wanted to keep it like obviously so he yeah. moved but he didn't want to live in wasco so moved to bakersfield um and i want to say from like yeah like 1995 to 2011 lived there graduated in the year that i graduated in 2010 that's that's when we started uh kind of moving moving back, back here oh. yeah, yeah yeah so you graduated <coughs> high school there and then oh yeah my bad and then so let's let's just dive into that why yeah. do you think just real quick you don't yeah, have yeah. to go super deep or oh, no, nothing no, 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 no. but for sure like <clears throat> why do you think you personally distance yourself from filipinos like how many other filipinos were there Oh man. Um Okay, uh I want to say like in my high school, if I had to put a number on it, it, it had to have been something like 30 in That's a still in the a good amount. It is. It is but spaced out like they're different not all years. in the same graduating class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're all different. Um and yeah, man. So, it was just one of those things like growing up, I was really into basketball 
uh i when i was like young like i want to talk like 10 to like 13 14 uh around and then around 14 i stopped thinking basketball was cool i got really into like skateboarding i see the thrasher oh yeah the thrasher sweatshirt <clears throat> and um i saw a meme that goes he wears thrasher he don't even skate <laughs> i used to skate <laughs> that's how i get away with it no um but yeah so okay so a part i think you know i was okay so i was actually talking to um andrea yeah. like uh, about shout this. out to andrea shout posadas to doing uh, her research project yeah and we about bakersfield Ooh. yeah yeah, yeah. We, and we kind of uh, talked about this a little bit. She pointed out something. She's like, you know, it seems like when you were younger, you didn't want to affiliate yourself with people based on like race. Because I said, like, I didn't want to be friends with people just because like just because you're Filipino. Like it wasn't like enough like for me, like we had to bond on like another level of like uh, mutual like interest. So that's why I felt like, you know, I, I mean, you basically bond with, like who you're around. But then it was like an extra level for me where like, I didn't want to just, I, I didn't want to be friends with you just because yeah, we were both Filipino. So yeah, the people in my block, like where we would play basketball and stuff, like, you know, generally speaking, like they, I didn't, I actually didn't have any Filipinos who lived on my block, but, uh, my best friends like growing up were like black and like, uh, and, and Latinx or whatever. So we would play basketball and then uh started kicking it with like some white fools <laughs> like in high school and then got to skate and then I got to skateboarding and yeah, like my whole thing just growing up was just like not wanting to be that like Asian pride. <laughs> like, Asian I, did, pride. I think that's what I, I think it's like. Asian pride. Like, Shout out to there was a rice song. Do you remember a rice song? Yeah. Uh, I oh yeah. What that song uh, was. It was a. Uh, I remember something popped off in my middle school where it was like a Asian <clears throat> song. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, got rice, got, got rice, rice, bitch, got, got rice. Got rice. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, and then just like that. Yeah, I need to find that, dude. Oh, you can shit. still find it. I know it's still. I don't know who made that song. Got rice, bitch. Got rice. I think that's what did it for me. That that Asian pride. I was just like, no, I don't. I don't want to be this. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, and and. It wasn't until uh, just super later on, like I would graduate kind of with that mentality. And uh, like, I'll tell you what did it. Like when I moved out here, I started uh, taking classes at De Anza College mm. and I, uh, part of their uh, general education uh, course or course list or listing was like you had to take a class in a section called intercultural studies. And one of the classes that fulfilled that was this class called uh, Race, Ethnicity, and Inequality. Uh. That was that was kind of like the the breaker for me to kind of because like before race wasn't really like a thing for me like necessarily like were you I, colorblind? I was I was I was colorblind. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And to take that class, really, I mean, in the title it says like Race, Ethnicity, and Inequality, really opened up that um that idea that you know your identity matters uh in the larger context of like american society why and like how you're and you know how you're treated how uh sometimes you're perceived 
Why does it matter though? I just want to see. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. want to see your perspective then. Like, what about this class? Like, spark that understanding or that thought of because it's interesting yeah. that you are a brown person on the outside, Mm-mm. but then you don't necessarily. At least growing up, it didn't like spark anything until you took this class. Yeah. Right. That's what you're saying. So, what about the class, and why does it matter? If you could think about like yeah. what lesson was there or what kind of flipped the switch, I'm wondering. Yeah, I'm just really wondering. We we get that sense of like, okay, I mean, at least in America, like you know that there was like slavery. You know, the blacks have been oppressed, and that was like a it's a big thing uh, when we think about like the United States. But when we think about the smaller uh, minority like groups who are coming to America, like their like struggles that had never really, I had never, you know, never heard of that. I never heard the struggles of like, uh, like the Chinese, like coming, coming over that class actually really focused like on, on like the Chinese, I think. So I hadn't even really been introduced to like the Filipino like narrative when it comes, you know, Filipinos come to America. Um, but Definitely. Hmm. It's interesting to think that I haven't even heard about the Chinese struggle until college. Mm. I did not even, I was like, oh yeah, there was like railroads and, but you don't hear about like, oh, there were exclusion acts and things. Like there were real restrictions and real negative um, racism against Chinese. Yeah. Right? Like. And that's why, on some level, they were forced to make these enclaves of Chinatowns, right? Like, I'm looking for that Filipino town, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and so, okay, so just to to go back to your question, uh, taking that class was just an eye-opener in that, like, in the most general sense that, like, not every race group is treated the same. Mm. Like, we all go through our own, like, struggles, and yeah, like it just just at that. So I knew that, or or taking that class started that sort of like line of like inquiry, like for me. And it was when I when I came naturally to San Francisco State that we or I, the one of the first classes that I took actually was um, at this um, Filipino culture uh, art. At Allison, shout out to Ate Allison, the matriarch of FS yes. State and Pep, for real, for our real. cult leader. <laughs> Dude, joke, joke, joke! Don't get mad at me. <laughs> I don't, I don't support. I'm just joking. I don't support that message. <laughs> Why do people say that? Why do people say that shit? Can't we- I'm just joking. I just feel like okay, look, yeah, okay, yeah. Let's let's real. Let's take it down a notch. Let's be real, like super real. Okay, super real. For you, I don't understand. Real. I don't understand. Like I, I, I actually kind of get. I remember when I first came to Pep, I kind of felt like that, like just a little bit. And I was only saying it to myself just because <laughs> I had never, but that's because I had never really been a part of an organization that mm. was so like, like-minded. Yeah. I actually never been like, here's the thing with me. I never got into the school, like being extracurricular in school up until like, you know, basically when I joined Pep. So yeah, the idea of a bunch of people like gathering together over this one thing 
and just having like you know similar like beliefs and like just being critical and like things like that like it, it just kind of felt like a little culty in the way that like you're just like man they're all so uniform like <laughs> not not in like the way that you dress but just in, yeah. in, the, in your way you think and like how how uh i think also too is kind of concerning just like how strong how strongly like people feel like about these things it's kind of um i guess cult not culty in the way that <laughs> it could actually lead to some kind of negative shit negative shit yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe violent shit yeah, like yeah. if people were you know like people who are like like not like martyrs who are who, i will die for this yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you know yeah, that kind of yeah. thing um and yeah it's just i don't know pe- people who okay look more generally speaking people who just feel super passionate about any one particular like subject can be kind of like weird culty um <laughs> <laughs> but what to- i was saying what i see maybe what you could be saying too is that there's so much uniform in this deep desire to do good in this specific field of ethnic studies that it's like whoa it's almost powerful it is powerful it is powerful and it's almost overwhelming like what we're all on the same page about this that we want to provide some level of ethnic studies filipino based to schools and youth yeah it's almost like yeah how did we all get in the same space yeah right like that i feel that i think that's one way of looking at like huh this is interesting the fact that it's like organized and and that we're actually yeah we're actually i mean we're actually doing it we're in schools like teaching this like like to kids and it's i mean it's it's a trip, actually, to think about like what we do, like yeah, sometimes. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like I'm fucking teaching I, I wish school? I wish this was offered to me in grade yes, school. Yes, but I know, too. like at least for uh, my community in Bakersfield, growing up, that wasn't, you know, it wasn't like community responsive. <laughs> so just context for people who might be listening who don't yeah. really know what PEP is. Yeah. Do you want to give a quick <clears throat> breakdown? Give me an elevator pitch. What PEP yeah. is, what PEP does. Mm. And what Pinoy um, Pinay Educational Partnerships. Okay. Um, so the way that I understand it and the way that it reads on the website <laughs> is, uh, yeah, man, we're just a, <laughs> we're a pipeline. <laughs> Come on, you got it, you got it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, no, for real, for real. Come on, you've been indoctrinated. Go. I volunteer as tribute. We're we're a pipeline of teachers uh, working in the K through 12 to to college um, education system. And we basically, it's a service learning program. We basically provide uh, those... The, uh, that those grade levels up until college, uh, a course in uh, Filipino studies or more generally um, ethnic studies, but with a Filipino uh, American like concentration. Mm, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, um, and we've been teaching for two years at Denman Middle School. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. Ah. Yes. I... You were the first person that I met. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. Hey, we've forgetting. come full circle because yeah. we ended up, we started talking about, I don't know how we started talking about it, but we talked about Joe Rogan's podcast. And yeah. now we're on a podcast, dude. It's <laughs> come full circle. Yo, that's what's up, dude. That's a trip. That is a trip. Because this is the first thing that we talked about. Yeah, I don't know how. Do you remember? No, uh, hold on, let me think. Did you, I think you asked me. 
If I listen so, to the podcast. That's so random, though. But I remember that was the first maybe thing that we talked about. Yeah, it had to I remember, be. I remember, like, I came into the room, right? Okay, so if people listen, I come into this room not knowing anybody, right? But I think everybody's, like, best friends because everybody's, like, talking to somebody. So I just assume, yeah. So I, so I sit down. And I'm just like, man, this is hella weird, bro. And then this fool to the right of me just as, like, fucking quiet as I was. <laughs> and the next thing I know, we're like, you, you listen to Joe Rogan podcast? <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know how that started. I don't know. That's so dude. weird. But I remember that was one of the first topics yeah. that we just talked about. And... Uh, I I honestly have not met another um, person outside of it just randomly who listens to it unless they're into jujitsu. No. If they're into jujitsu, it's like under it's like oh yeah, you know about Joe Rogan, yeah, like man. that. Or he's into it, right? He's like yeah, or any of those friend. like culty shit. <laughs> like you go flow tank, oh yeah, Joe Rogan or yeah. cryotherapy and uh, all that shit. But <laughs> on I remember it? <laughs> on it, <laughs> yeah, taking expensive uh, supplements. <laughs> what was it called again? It's Alpha the, Brain. Oh man. Hey, shout out to On It if you can sponsor me. Hey. Alpha Brain. Room Tech Sport. I think you need a you need a you definitely need a certain number of uh, mood? Uh, listeners. Yeah, right? I need way more listeners. Yeah, because uh, I know there's this podcast that I listen to. Um, it's called Wax's Podcast. It's like this rapper who has yeah Wax's Podcast. It's like this rapper named Wax. Oh, and he just you know what I'm talking about Dumbfounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He used to he, yeah frequent collaborator with Dumbfounded. Shout out to Dumbfounded. And yeah, they have a uh, he has his own podcast where it's literally just him kind of just rambling for like an hour. Yeah, and it's funny. Um, but yeah, one of the things he was talking about was like yeah, to, in order like I have enough viewers for this um for this now that i can i can get advertising but he there's this whole process you got to go through you have to have people fill out a survey uh like listing like all their demographics age sex oh, yeah, what they're into interests. that way that uh marketers who potentially want to put their advertising on your program would you know have a better uh, understanding of who you're who you're following who your audience is that yeah. way they can best you know cater yeah, to i need to reach audience. out to like local filipino restaurants <laughs> I'm like Jibok, come here. Get ten percent off at Jibok. Chellogs. <laughs> yeah, buy one, get an extra egg. Mitchell's ice cream. Come get. <laughs> buy one scoop, get a second scoop free. Just put the promo code Kuya Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my market. All oh, Filipino. Oh, I need man. to do that. I started getting numbers already. I was like, cool. People are listening. Oh yeah, you can yeah. see the analytics. Yeah, I, I started looking at analytics. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. But What's interesting is people are also listening to the old shit. Like the ones that I did like three years ago, which I'm semi embarrassed about. There, so, <laughs> but I just left it on there just like for legacy type shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some that I just rant to. about some things too. Yeah. Like there's like a topic about not giving up or healthy eating, fruits and stuff like that. Oh and man. How long have you had this podcast for? I started like in 2013. Like there were some I s that were just me rambling. Uh -huh. Then I started doing um, interviews with people, but it was janky and stuff. But right, right. it was still cool. It was still just a good experience. But then I went through like three name changes until I just restarted it here. First, it was like Good Vibes Nation, Good Vibes with Kuya Chris, uh, like Good Vibes Garage, and then I just switched it, garage. yeah, to just oh, Kuya Chris and friends. And then that's when I did the relaunch. Uh, so I think you are officially number four. Oh, 
shit. Uh, on the oh, relaunch. Damn. On the relaunch <laughs> podcast. The relaunch. That's what's yeah, up. so this I'm trying up. to propagate this to get sponsorships by Lingnam. Who else? For the girl. All the restaurants. I just want uh, to be Lucky. Lucky, if you're listening. Lucky we want, chances. We want that advertising. <laughs> but uh, yo, Lucky... <clears throat> Y'all are expensive. <laughs> uh, I really no. like crispy pata. I could eat a whole oh. uh, order of crispy pata by myself. Bro. Any anytime. Have you eaten the crispy pata from Ongpin? No. That's where it's at, dude. Yeah? Yes. And I've, then yeah. for 15 bucks, you get two whole racks of it, too. It's pretty affordable. 14. Yeah, 14, 15 bucks. Like two big because you're not eating lucky, that yourself yeah yeah that's and it's okay because price point we're gonna have to remember that okay we're gonna have to do kamaya night at Ongfin. i feel <laughs> I oh feel. that's where they do the yeah they set up the leaves and everything shout out this you called boodle boodle actually i feel boodle yeah fight. the boodle fight yeah, yeah. My, my mom my parents went to the philippines a couple months back and um that's what they called it over there and i was like yeah it's that thing you know where you lay out a bunch of leaves and then you just eat with your your hands like oh yeah boodle fight <laughs> like mom's you know like tell me i was just like yeah yeah bring bring that over here let's do that i dude it's crazy that i just knew that as kamayan for the longest time and just through ethnic studies i learn about the history of that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. being a military uh philippine military started that where they set it up mm-hmm. just because sometimes they're out in the freaking jungle yeah and they don't have anything else to they don't have utensils mm-hmm. and what made it communal was that no matter the rank that you're at you're just eating with everybody there's no like hierarchy and everything that's dope and yeah it's, it's fun it's i dope. see here's the thing like and this is why my my I will gr- I'm growing into this Filipino American like identity because there is still so much about Filipino history that I don't know mm. that I'm so ignorant to that I still feel like unconfident in participating in discussions like this like even Question, like though. yeah what's up why why who cares you're American learn yeah. about America no 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 it's it's important it's important that you learn about okay look okay Why? yeah 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 i feel like you got to know where you come from you got to know your roots like there is something about dog you come from mountain view <laughs> <laughs> there is something about knowing where you come from and knowing ah oh, man i don't want to speak in like absolutes i'll speak for myself okay yeah speak for yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good there's like, something what good did you get out of it yeah yeah the, okay so there's something about learning about my own history where i come from uh and you know how it was like you know in the motherland that it does something for like my um does something for me mentally it does something for like my well my identity for sure because now I'm, i'm i'm gaining this understanding of like a whole part of myself that i was not even like aware of but also mentally in that like i think maybe a part of the reason why i felt so like like angry and just lost as like a little kid trying to you know figure myself out because you get that naturally when you're young you always want to like conform to something trying to find like yourself but i think a lot of part of that too is that i didn't i didn't know where i came from you know what i mean there was no community like i said of like filipinos where i could learn about like filipino like things and something about that just created like kind of like a void that you know what i mean like 
wouldn't have been like satisfied like otherwise so your parents didn't really talk that much about like filipino history or dude they didn't even teach history? me like tagalog yeah yeah they they uh they didn't want to teach me tagalog because even like it was it was uh it was in kindergarten right my my kindergarten teacher actually like called my parents into like a parent teacher conference because they i think i told you the story already oh, but it was like they came in and you know she sat she sat him down and was just like your son's not hanging out with any of the other kids like what is, what is going on like really? and then basically she came down to the conclusion like it's because of language barrier like are you teaching him a different language at home and they were like oh no we only speak to him in english she goes oh okay well Maybe you should keep doing that. Don't don't teach him like any other language because right now he's like hanging on the slide, like you know, by himself, and he's not really like, making contact with any of the kids. And the, that and the rest, you know, is history. Yeah. Like they never taught me, and they still like you know now. I mean now. So they I'm tell you to, like, that as a vivid memory that this is one of the reasons why we did it. My mom brings it up sometimes. Yeah, oh. yeah. I mean, you know, when when the conversation like comes up. And I just think like, man, like how would things would have, you know, how would have things been different if I was included in like, you know, in that. That's fucked up, right? Yeah. How fucked up that is that just one teacher with their idea that learning another language, speaking to the child in Tagalog is going to, is the reason why. It's white supremacy. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, colorblind, bro. Colorblind. Let's just say it's it's English supremacy. Uh, But then now we have generation of you and you're not the only one that I know who have this desire like, fuck, I wish I knew Tagalog. And you just think that it's because of the parents it's good intentions mm-hmm. they don't mm-hmm. want you to have an accent they don't want you to be ostracized or otherized right in mm-hmm. school mm-hmm. they just want you to be american but then you grow up you're like dang i wish i knew tagalog and then you see like your latinx fam who knows spanish yeah. too yeah 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 but the, i think <clears throat> it's not it's never too late you can still learn it's never too late. There's there's Rosetta Stone. Shout out to Tagalog Rosetta Stone. <laughs> I started you know trying practicing. There's it something. Before. There's something good. I mean, not not good, but um, maybe w- saved me in, uh, from a lot of like hurt that I maybe didn't know uh, my own uh, heritage growing up, and I never really thought about this until just now. But um, their work is like just like any of us. We experience racism like growing up. Um, and I remember specifically like in the third grade, I, um, there was like this dude, this white dude that his nickname for me was Ching Chong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The most fucking racist (laughs) shit, but I didn't know that that was a racist thing. (laughs) So I just thought that was like a cool, like, fuck yeah, I'm Ching Chong. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you own Shit. it? Yeah, you That better it. be my nickname. <laughs> oh, yeah, you better not be giving that to just anybody. Oh, uh, and then, uh, but yeah, obviously later on, I was like, fuck, that was a racist piece of shit. <laughs> but you know, we're in the third grade and I didn't know any better. So I'm just like happy in my, in my ignorance. <laughs> like, so I got like, a nickname. I'm yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm accepted. <laughs> I'm accepted. 
I'm sure he didn't even know like the implications of what he yeah, was really yeah, saying, yeah, though. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? You can't blame a third grader for that. <coughs> it's just probably just followed down by his parents, parents, by yeah, cook, yeah. society, whatever they see on TV. It's just funneled. They're all because kids are just mirroring yeah, everything around exactly, them. Exactly, exactly. They just learn and then they just replay and kind of put their remix it on some levels, but it's just mirroring. This That's is how we learn. this is the whole like, um, and you know, I don't know if you want to get into this, but this is why it's so important for Asian representation in media, specifically yeah. American media, and why there is such a backlash for all the fucking Hollywood movies, whitewashing, uh, uh, Asian properties, and, you know, like, that's why we're so, yeah, that's why we're so angry about that shit. Like, we need our faces up there so people don't do this ignorant kind of shit. <laughs> it's also important for our self-esteem too, motherfuckers. For what? For what? That that we have uh, proper representation. Like, if if we had somebody... If we had like most recently with like Scarlett Johansson and Ghost yeah, in the Ghost Shell, Ghost in the Shell, didn't there isn't that's an an Asian property. There were saying there was talks like um, I think Scarlett Johansson said like uh, she's a robot, so there's not like bitch like she her name is I I don't I don't know the name. It sounds Japanese. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sorry, it's so, fucking Toyota, bro. It's fucking Toyota Tacoma. <laughs> Okay, what the fuck are you trying to say? It's ours. It's Toyota Acura. <laughs> you know, I actually... <clears throat> I There are some meme pages that are popping up on my Explore page uh. called Asian and Proud. Or like, there's some pro-Asian meme pages now. And it's kind of cool. Meme pages. Meme pages. If I can pull it up, let's see. Oh, they, they post positive shit but, about... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because like, there's a way that memes could... Obviously, you know, be negative, be negative for yeah, sure. But, but there's positive. one. I'll shout out to Asian and proud four four <coughs> five four thirty five k followers and Asians never die. They look similar. They post memes of of semi. Some are joking, right? But some are positive. When you're black, but your barber is North Korean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. They have, but then here, this is how I found about about some rappers down in um san jose dude oh, really? like there's some deep viet rappers this dude's filipino this dude is filipino i want to say it's filipino or malaysian or malaysia i think you know, thai thai something thai. around that we have the same dark dark like yeah uh, southeast yeah, asians uh, unite southeast yeah. but then the, the, he has memes about like <laughs> differences between southeast asians there's one that was hilarious How asian people right <laughs> but it's run by an asian yeah. you know and yeah, then there and are that's some what makes it okay. that's what makes it okay yeah and there's yeah. some where mm -hmm. it is empowering some talking about like posting up even positive images of look at this asian dude who looks swagged out but is in the military as well yeah right get get yeah. you a guy that can do both dude, that's uh, dude that's that, that's the thing that's that's pissing me off personally about what? this whole like why washing of like uh or not even just like whitewashing. It's just like the like the misrepresentation of Asian American. Well, I'll just talk for Asian American men in in those Asian movies. Mm. Like you know what I mean. We don't have that. Well, actually, as of recently, with like Glenn and like The Walking Dead, that 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 the example of the Asian American man who is sexual, yeah. who's like you know that dude that that's strong yeah. character dude. That's I mean yeah you had the Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, but they never showed the sexual like side of those characters where it's like yeah they're fucking they're men 
Like, they'll kill you, but they're men. Like, they... Then, you know. and compared to every fucking James Bond movie where the lady is an exotic Asian lady. Yes. And James Bond exactly. closes the door and... Huh, huh, huh. <clears throat> While I think the, the perfect... Um, that one example of um, Jet Li... In that one where was it was it Aaliyah that was in that movie? Yeah, uh, Cradle to the Grave. Cradle to, Cradle the, to the Grave. grave yeah, with DMX. It's like and damn, they didn't let him ha- make a move on her. Dude, or nothing. exactly. <laughs> it's like, like, dude, you the badass, bringing the town down. She's all in for you. Exactly, and it's this type of shit that is the reason why there is such a lack of like white dudes dating like white chicks. What the what do you mean white dudes dating white chicks? Because it's No, you mean Asian dudes dating white chicks. Oh shit, my bad. <laughs> yeah, my bad, my bad. That's yeah, what I meant. Yeah, There's yeah, plenty yeah. of that. There's plenty yeah, of that. We, can bad. you guys stop actually? <laughs> no, but but <laughs> yes there's actually yeah, a, i exactly. was gonna bring this up there's a tumblr that i remember seeing it was called amwf uh-huh. which is asian male white female <laughs> and then it showed as many positive relationship examples of asian males with white females no. because that unit that um kind of representation of a relationship is really low in comparison to white male asian female that one is like classic silicon valley that is what you will find everywhere everywhere here and in the bay area and some people argue um i'm going to reference smarter people right because i'm just a bullshitter who am i i'm gonna reference uh yen no, espiritu who's a filipina i believe but she wrote a book called asian american men and women mm. and it talked about over the years the hypersexualization of asian women of course and then the de-emasculation of asian men in media mm. in mm-hmm. even um, things that go on, right? Like the anti-miscegenation laws that prevented men when there was a high Asian population from intermarrying with white women. Um, and even if the Manong generation, if you look at all their pictures, is white women with the Manongs. Hey, but they made that Shout illegal. out Manong generation. Shout out Manong <laughs> generation. But it's really, they're both structural and cultural things that really tried to prevent Asian men from taking quote unquote taking the white women mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and it you see it played out in media where every man Asian man is almost emasculated they show scrawny fools they the geek stereotype is constantly um, put forward and then every Asian woman is this cute little dainty hey and then the the lead character is the strong white mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Like the who, white savior. The white savior. I come to save the day. Yeah. The one Miss Shout out I to Miss you. Saigon, the musical. That's the whole story of it. Miss Saigon. Miss Saigon is a Broadway <clears throat> musical that talks about uh the war in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And then it's a lady who falls in love with a white man, mm-hmm. white soldier, raises a kid, it's all this drama. Yeah, yeah. But it got super popular because the lady who um, popularized it uh, Lea Salonga is <clears throat> Filipina mm. it was one of oh, my wow. sister's actually favorite musicals yeah because oh, nice. they went to the Philippines and found her and she was like she killed it in terms of singing and she really was the beginning of Miss Saigon in that sense and she was only like 14 or 15 
Um, and Leia Salonga eventually became one of the biggest internationally known <clears throat> Filipina singers. She voiced, I believe, the um, song, song in A Whole New World in Disney and also Mulan. Are you she serious? Said, yep, the original... Yep. A whole yeah, new world. And yeah. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I know she did Mulan for yeah. sure, but I think yeah, yeah. she also did the, a whole new world. That's crazy. Shout out to Leia Salonga. Yo. All right. Uh, I, got, I got homework to do. Yeah. See, this is why. This is this is also why Asian American studies is just so interesting. It's just like, there's, yeah, like I guess going back to, I just, I just so much that I don't know. And so much that I'm, you know, just wanting to know for like, myself but then also so i could come on this show shows like this and just spit some <laughs> drop real, some knowledge drop some knowledge for these fools out here you know what i'm saying we should have Not homework fools. and bring articles next time that you're on oh yeah like specific things like oh check this out yeah yeah, boom, yeah yeah boom check it out boom boom and then, we need you know what we need uh um a re- uh someone to do like jamie. news yeah we, <laughs> we need, need a young jamie. yeah we'll have a two two or you and me but then like a third person who comes in with the news articles and then feeds it to us and yeah just, and like, just uh, pops it up on the big tv here imagine oh, yeah. if i have a big tv right here and yeah. that's running and then whatever we pull up it can and be just seen and we could do off. like youtube reaction videos <laughs> <laughs> dude what's yeah. crazy is that <clears throat> fool those fools i forget their name the brothers who do kids react uh uh-huh. You've seen those yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. react videos, dude. They they're making at least from I think a 2015 or 2016 report that I saw, they made like four million in a year. Four they're, million. They are in the millions, dude. though, and I, I believe yeah, it. They're I in the totally millions. Believe it. I think that PewDiePie guy uh, who does gaming videos, he makes four. Uh, he made four a few million in a year, also. That's crazy. And like this other couple, like this prank couple, did that. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how. It gives an opportunity for people to make some money, but oh, yeah, of course you gotta sure. be in the millions of views. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're gonna have to do this and supplement a job at like you know, <laughs> yeah. Olive Garden. <laughs> shout like out that. to my homies at Olive Garden. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> He's no right shout here. Out. No shout outs. <laughs> and Mitchell's. Hopefully. Oh yeah, Mitchell. Shout out to Mitchell's uh, in San Francisco. Shout out to Mitchell's Miss where they have Filipino flavor exclusively. S- exclusively. I don't think. There's not that many places that uh, other restaurant or I mean uh, uh yeah ice There's cream parlors. one that started up. Um, they have here at Lingnam, um, really? Heavenly I think is what they call, but it's like a small, independently owned, mm-hmm. and I think they have Filipino flavors. Oh wow! Um, I'm not sure if it's homemade. that's inside of a restaurant. Oh. Yeah, it's inside oh, of. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's inside of Lingnam, um, where the old. <laughs> Uh, boba spot was um and i think they have filipino flavors okay but mitchell's they used to have lanka that used to be my favorite mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. jackfruit one but then we that's still seasonal, have right? we still have lanka or they still have lanka i'm not no longer there oh, you're no longer but there. It, it's not offered in the scoopable like you can you get it like through the little boxes oh, you have you to buy, buy a pre-packaged yeah uh, yeah and it's in it's in the filipino box like when you go into their uh freezers they have three freezers there's one specific freezer that they re- always referred to as the the filipino box and it's just because <laughs> really? all all different kinds of fruits <laughs> by Filipino or lo- liked by Filipinos all it's, into this very it's the tropical it, box. Oh, y'all call yeah. it the Filipino box? That's what we called it though. <laughs> At least when I worked there. You worked there for it's how the, long? Um, that was my first. It was like, okay, well, I, I got, the, I literally got the job like a week or two uh, after I moved out here. 
to San Francisco. And then I left uh, like la- earlier last or er, before summer last year. So I want to say it was like February 2015 to uh, May. Oh, no. Yeah. Like May 2016. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, so a little more than a year. A year and a half. year yeah. and a half. year and a half some change. <clears throat> Just to get some background, all right, before we have to bounce to catch the PCN oh, yeah. of <clears throat> Skyline, I mean of SFSU, yeah, yeah. right? But check this out. You ended up going to De Anza. That's yeah. a community college, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Do you cool, community college, dope. Cupertino, Shout California. out to all community colleges out yes. there. It's the key, Do not I feel believe. ashamed. Yeah, take pride in community colleges. You're saving money. Saving money, dope communities at the out there yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. that's the people that's the masses that's the people majority of people go to community yeah. college yeah, yeah for don't real. feel bad embrace that that's where you are meeting the people where they're at mm-hmm. and there's dope teachers there too plenty of people went to community college steve jobs did he steve wozniak yeah oh shoot um who else yeah fuck I'm, academic I'm exclusivity to, and yeah. your superiority with your damn <laughs> expensive tuition do not feel like you have to subject yourself to that shit, man. You can get a great education at any community college. Uh. Maybe not any. I'm, pre- cause, okay, I'm, I'm pretty saying, sure there's some bad community there, colleges. There are some bad community colleges. I was fortunate. I was privileged in that I went to De Anza. And De Anza, I, I don't know if they still hold this title, but when I was going there, they were considered the number one community college because they had the most transferees oh yeah um, from there to like berkeley stanford oh uh, shoot yeah i think like that yeah that's dope <laughs> i didn't know that shout out to de anza yep that's good yep. and the campus is dope the campus is oh, nice with that yeah. big quad with like a fountain and everything it's so nice man it, and it looks nicer now after like i i, I you know have gone on like it's so weird like when i left they were doing construction to the uh, robert e hart library and just like the whole um area like in general and man yeah i went there recently uh because i was just randomly wanting to do homework outside of my house but i didn't want to go to like starbucks <laughs> yeah, so i yeah, went yeah. there and i was just like amazed was, like dope like that was great um, did you take Filipino classes? There? Were there any Filipino there, classes? Um, no, there weren't any. There just weren't like any. The just studies. Just type. that. Yeah, yeah. Just that. There were. I mean, the thing with intercultural studies was that there were so few of them that I I think that's why they had to make it inclusive to like all like uh, races. So if yeah, you took yeah. one, you were gonna learn a little something about everybody. You and then you ended up transferring to. San Francisco State. San Francisco State. 2015 Gators. What are, what are you uh, studying? English. Oh, English. So you're getting a, an English degree. You're graduating this year. Yes, yes. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. shout out to the new grads. Excited, man. If anyone knows an internship, the homie can grab please, after. Please, please. In English, in writing. You know, I was so afraid, like, when I, um, when I started, like, doing this English thing, I was like, dude, like, not only is everybody, like, uh, telling me like, oh, so you're going to be a teacher? Oh, you're an English grad? Oh, you're going to be a, a teacher? And I was like, maybe, like, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm interested in that too, but what else is my degree, like, good for? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Because the thing with, like, the teaching thing that we do is, like, it's once a week, and it's great, like, experience for the experience of the job, but then also for the everything that, like, we're just learning. Yeah. But uh, my whole thing is, like, 
I want to know like what else I can do with this degree before I in the future have to commit to uh, doing this teaching thing. Why did you choose English? Um, I I used to be a uh, psychology major and I think it was because at the time my, my whole understanding of like the way like degrees work was just like I could not afford to do anything with an, uh, a psychology like bachelor's um, unless I went like on like super like farther with like master's, PhD, yeah. and then I could have like my own practice or yeah, like anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So that automatically turned me off because I was not trying to um, be in school for that long. But uh, I also just like, you know, like reading books. I like, you know, stories. So that kind of just like fell second and it came up second for me. And then I, I was told that, yeah, you could do, you could get your bachelor's in English and then you do a couple more years and you can get your teacher credential. And then, then, you know, now you're a certified teacher, you're qualified to do that. And, and then I learned that, okay, not only are you qualified to do that, but you could also do things like technical writing, copywriting. Uh, yeah. Things like that. So you're about to graduate. I am about to graduate. Oh, are you going to do Phil grad? <clears throat> no. <laughs> not, not, I'm not, it does not, not like against a, it. Yeah, not yeah. against it. I'm not. You I, just did a sign up. Shout out to Phil grad. Shout out to Phil grad, which is cool. It's an independent <laughs> graduation ceremony for Filipino students mm-hmm. if they want to participate in it. Yeah. Okay. Before we bounce, before <laughs> we have to swoop up the homies. Mm-hmm. And get good seats. Mm-hmm, we'll just mm-hmm. be chilling in seats for like a good hour, but I'm excited. I want to get good seats. Yes. Um, to, I'm excited. I've never been to PCN. Ah, PCNs yeah. are dope. Filipino yeah. Cultural Night, where mm-hmm. colleges um, have a show with Filipino dances or storyline to it. I th- believe this one is more of a musical, too. Are PCNs uh, all like in this just area of the bay no it's, it's like, all over really all over the u.s different all colleges over the US. yeah i believe there's even there's in the east coast um and there people have been doing it for decades yeah i know i know this one has been for at least 30 plus years or something even more maybe i know even i was reading csu long beach or something i was looking up the hashtag sure, to like see Fullerton. yeah and sure, other yeah. folks yeah, yeah, down yeah. in socal they've yeah. done it for like decades too like 35 plus years i don't doubt it um Whoa, I almost fell. Um, <laughs> but it's cool. It's part of the legacy, and we need to support. I really believe that shit. I ain't colorblind, and I n- believe that brown people need to go support brown productions. And it's not that I'm looking down on others, right? I just mm-hmm. want to empower a specific group that has been traditionally marginali- marginalized or yeah. unsupported. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's dope. It's gonna be cool. I've I remember crying my very first PC and just watching. For real? Yeah, I remember tearing up. Just like, what the fuck? They're singing a Tagalog song. This is so dope. I would never have thought I would see a Tagalog song being sang like on stage. Yeah. Seeing the support, looking on around campus. me, intergenerational support too. Like, awesome. Yeah. Um, and I had mad respect for what I saw, and. Um, that'll be it'll be exciting. Shout out! Just, I'm excited, man. Yeah, yeah we're about to do this uh, like here support. in like an hour. Uh, when does my, it start? Uh, at seven. Oh, but seven? oh yeah, we got trying to get yeah. there around six because oh, it yeah, gets sure. deep because sure. people people save seats and 
Like it's sold out tonight. Is it's it crazy? Last night was sold out too. I, oh, and they, they perform at more nights. Yeah, they they're doing three days, I believe. I know I've seen a couple people snaps of like other PCNs. I, I figured didn't Skyline have one? Yes, yeah, Skyline is about to have one about to have uh, one. next week. Um, and rep Skyline shout out that they're one of the only two year university col- colleges community th- community colleges that have a PCN. Majority of PCNs are it's in so heavy universities. Filipinos are like rolled deep in like daily city though yeah like it's like it's, it goes gonna, back to that whole thing of like being community responsive like yeah. you know what i mean because there's such a heavy concentration of filipinos here that they yeah. could afford or not even afford like it's just a it's a more responsive community to have one yeah than i think it would be if you know you were in like uh, santa's uh, uh, mountain view if you're in mountain yeah. view yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah mountain view or something like but that but i think it's a sleeping giant dude mm. because there's a large population but it's not super 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 strong yet it's not like a chinatown what do you mean oh where there's like, like an obviously filipino presence <clears throat> obvious um in terms of educational right where kids can go to schools where tagalog is taught also um there's no economic tie that really binds everyone together there's individual restaurants maybe Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it's not like a legit chinatown not like a legit little italy Mm -hmm. there's there's it's still slightly spread out but i think it's going to bud Mm -hmm. it's going to be like that hopefully Mm -hmm. that's why i got my fingers crossed and i'm supporting anyone and everyone who can do the work to propagate that within daily city because uh, I, I really feel that it can happen because i see examples when i go back to rosemead in la where i went to high school initially uh, dude they have a whole street full of hella chinese businesses that you can go down a street and not even see english and <laughs> signs but they're legit businesses yeah for yeah, restaurants yeah, yeah. dope boba spots i'll i'll admit i'm sorry but la has the best boba spots in comparison to mm-hmm. up here like there's like in terms of like even nice cafes just like mm-hmm. just very hipster looking like <laughs> our generation type yeah. spots but the thing is they're tying economically their community and then people just go there and just vibe with other folks right Mm -hmm. and i think that's something that's important that we're we need to build out here in daily city so it's not it's not enough that it's just like a string of businesses and 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 like like a whole blocks of like businesses that are filipino like centric but they're hip enough like they have the young business entrepreneurs yes, yes. up in there yes. making everything super relevant to like our generation yes 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 yeah exactly and it's obvious like them taking claim of this space mm. like physically like taking ownership of these strip malls dude full-on strip malls blown up with all asian-owned businesses it's pretty beautiful it's it's awesome um and i'm looking forward to when it comes here but before we go okay let me transition before i continue ranting about my beautiful pinoy capital daily city son yee okay i want to ask um give me three um pieces of advice to a filipino who was born here but is growing up in an area with not that many Filipinos, right? A y- basically a younger yeah, you, well, a younger right? me. But just framing it there, what advice do you have to like this a Filipino who may not necessarily be like full out 
filipinoed out right but has filipino parents like growing up though in an area that's like predominantly white or not necessarily strong filipino support uh three pieces of advice Mm. just to give context and maybe just little little things for them to think about that you could maybe pull out from your experience okay this is the life instruction. Okay, I manual. would. Okay, well, I guess first and foremostly, do not be ashamed of who you are. I think that is one of the root causes of why I strayed away from wanting to learn about, uh, you know, what it means to like be Filipino, Filipino American, is just that I didn't want to. A part of why I didn't want to associate myself with that is just because, you know. I mean, I didn't want to be, I thought it was weird. I thought uh, when I was young that if I was going to be cool, if I wasn't, if I was going to be accepted, that I'd have to adapt myself to this like American like lifestyle. Like basically that's why I took up skateboarding. That's why I wanted to, you know, do other things that weren't, you know, like stereotypically like Filipino. So there's that too find your nearest filipino uh person <laughs> make friends <laughs> that that's all that was also my downfall and like i know i'm speaking like i i said i was thinking like oh fuck all filipinos or something like that but i actually did have filipino friends it was just that they were not my immediate clique of like people that you know i associate with yeah yeah so you wouldn't know i was friends with them until like i actually came up and like started talking to them so there's the second tip <clears throat> third tip Mm. you know find that online community and i mean that in like the broadest sense like if you aren't if you are in a spot where it's um you know it's kind of it's weird or i mean it's not weird it's like you know there's not that many filipinos or there's not that many uh physical routes that you can learn about what you know uh your culture like a classroom or like a even if there was like a, a bookstores that wouldn't have like books on it or anything like that, the internet is an amazing resource that at your disposal mm. that's free or you know sh- you know basically free if you go to like library or something you can have access to it without your own personal like Wi-Fi connection or anything like that. So, um, and what I mean by any kind of community is like you know there's like Filipinos up on like YouTube. Uh. You can look at you can uh, search up. Um, I don't know. It's like. Carlos Bulusan, uh, America's in the heart. Uh. You have to, uh, you have to look at these narratives of Filipino Americans coming to America. That you, you could probably actually search up that on, on Google. Just type in Filipino American narratives, and whatever <laughs> true, list true. like comes up there, just run through them, run through them, man. Because the only real way that you are going to learn about this is if you incite that curiosity like in yourself. Mm. And that's, you know, that's the way that anything goes. Anything you want to learn, anything that you, you know, want to be closer to, like you have to take it upon yourself to 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 be curious, to keep searching for that kind of like, you know, information, keep going from there. Word. Okay, okay. Yeah. Good. So we got well, what was the first one? Don't be ashamed. 
Don't be ashamed. Second, find your nearest Filipino friend. (laughs) Find your nearest (laughs) Filipino. And third, if they're not there, if they're not there, go online. Go online. That means subscribe to Kuya Chris and Friends podcast. Or you can learn. Actually, this is the first place you should subscribe. Uh huh. It's where I got all my shit. (laughs) It's where I learned everything. Dude, that's why though I I vibe with that idea that podcasts are pretty dope because it's like you're sitting in the room with them. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. It's cool I, that you got the video too. Like, yeah, yeah. They can actually uh, see. Uh, see this. Oh, with yeah. that new haircut. <laughs> so you can see the Bakersfield boy. Bakersfield uh, boy. <laughs> don't, don't ever call me that. <laughs> <laughs> Do not want that to be like a moniker. <laughs> Hashtag. I'm a, Hashtag. Oh, shit. Now I have to, I'm going to put it on my I'm Instagram when I post you, bro. <laughs> uh, what did I do? Bakersfield did I boy. Do? <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> uh, cool. So, do you have any uh, last thoughts? Where can... What? 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 Ariza. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Don't, don't talk. Don't, say, don't mention that loud, fool. <laughs> what the... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <So weird. laughs> we'll talk about that yeah. off air. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, girls, that, girls. That's that uh, text thing. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but yes. Thank you for having me on. No man. problem. I think it's short. I think we could have gone on. It's I, w- just, I really wanted to too. No, yeah. yeah. It's just the time, time wise right now. But this yeah. is good. You're not. This isn't the last time you're gonna be on. We can sure. kind of. Sure. We can mess around next time. Can we? we can, yeah, can what? can uh, cause I want future employers seeing me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? I don't know. Just like you just put my first name. Just right. Herschel. You know okay. what I mean? Like yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Hey, hey. <laughs> future. No, but any future employers. <clears throat> He's just being honest. There's nothing bad about this. This that's true. A, that is true. Who are you as an employer, right, to base things off supposedly politically incorrect things, mm, right? Mm, What's the mm. work that he's gonna do? Mm. Judge him by the work. The character of honesty and openness is more important mm, mm. than all this. Oh, no cussing. Oh, no political talk of. <laughs> Colorblind. Uh, oh, he's too ethnic studies oriented. <laughs> Basically, just just look at my piece of paper resume and yes. just just judge me off of that, please. Yes. Okay. Paper. Yes. He'll be a good employee, or you might start your own business. Oh shit. Oh, and you and you go <laughs> just say to the employers, "Fuck y'all." Yeah. I don't yeah, need yeah. you. No, but I, I need it. I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> diving in. I'm diving in with this. There's Ooh. too many dirty skeletons in my closet so i have to run with this oh. <laughs> i've talked about t- too many grimy shit on my podcast no, I, need to, I need to watch the, those past episodes. past episodes i saw the last one you had with yeah, uh, yeah. I, for, I don't know what that, I uh, that. Not, joseph uh no not 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 that dude the joshua the dude before that yeah yeah yeah, yeah the yeah, one yeah. that you i get to, you had like a recording that you couldn't show or something like that. yeah yeah, 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 the yeah, other, yeah that yeah. dude that dude yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. that was cool that was cool, <laughs> cool i need to cool. watch i need to watch the other ones i need to stay, stay get on it on your your iphone your phone Ooh, subscribe is this isn't on itunes is it Yes, it's on iTunes. Are you if serious? If you search it up on oh, iTunes, it'll pop up. Um, the Kuya Chris podcast? Yes, just search Kuya Chris, one word, K-U-Y-A-C-H-R-I-S. It should pop up with all the episodes downloadable. Shit. But how can people get in contact with you? Oh, yeah. Okay, so check it out. Uh, I'm on Instagram uh, at Herschel Dude, H-E-R-S-C-H-E-L Dude. 
D-U-D-E. Uh, I'm also on um, Twitter by uh, the same handle, at Herschel Dude. Uh, You're active on Twitter. I'm active on Twitter. I'm I'm overactive on Twitter. <laughs> uh, and I'm also on Snapchat by the same handle. I have the same handle for like Dang, everything. You I, tied that down. I'm hella, yeah, dude, there's no other Herschel dudes. If I catch you, <laughs> catch you slipping. Yeah, I had to change mine up to, I got swooped in for Kuya Chris for Instagram, but for, <coughs> for Twitter and Facebook, I had to put Kuya Chris 91. <laughs> like oh, old yeah. school aim, yeah. birth year, you know, just to like that. What, what was your old aim? Aim was burnt s'more because in I, in middle school I was chubby and some girl called me a burnt s'more because oh, I'm brown on the outside uh, and kind of chubby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, ready? Shout out, burnt s'more. Why was yours? Mine, uh, I had a man. I had a had a couple. I'm embarrassed of all of them. <laughs> My first one. Keep in mind, like what were we like 11, 12? My first one was. Um, Flipside resider. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Flipside because of Filipino? Yeah, it was. Hey, it was. Still, I, I know. I low key, low key, low key But I, I still didn't know what it all meant, or you know, whatever. I think the name just sounded cool, and I think I was going off of uh, somebody else that had something. One of my cousins had something similar, and then <laughs> okay, next, <laughs> my oh. next one was uh, <laughs> Black Panoy One Two Three. I thought, oh yeah, you I think were dark. I was, I I was dark. I was dark. I was dark. You were dark I, as fuck. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was super. That's dark. that Bakersfield Sun, dude. That, that is. Shoot. So those were the two screen names I ran with up until you know, <laughs> aim wasn't cool anymore. <laughs> aim, shoot. I used to have that on and then just try to talk to people. I used. I met a girl. Oh shit! Mm. It was in Bakersfield, I think. Mm. My mom. We visited someone out in Bakersfield, one of her classmates, and I ended up one of her high school classmates, so like a reunion type thing. Oh, okay. And then Your mom I, went to high school in Bakersfield? No, no, no. Um, she went to high school in the Philippines, but oh, then a uh, friend lived in Bakersfield. Oh. Someone she went to high school with now lived in ba- Bakersfield, and we visited, and then I... Th- Wait, I, I don't know if it's... I'm think I might be wrong if it's Bakersfield, but just because it's connected to AIM, that I met a girl like a Filipina um, around my age when I was freshman oh, year, maybe like thirteen, hey. and I was like, "Oh shit, this is cool!" And we started AIM <clears throat> chatting uh-uh. and just like semi flirting. I remember that freshman year of high That's school. Crazy. Yeah, but I, I, we lost contact. I don't. I forgot even her name. No, Yo, if you remember who you are, shout out, reach <laughs> out to Kuya Chris if anything pops up. Now, um, there were so many, like, in, in Bakersfield, my parents had, uh, they were a part of, like, the group of Filipinos who had the uh, the rosaries, like, you know, at each other's houses, like, every weekend, where you'd go to one's house on a Sunday, yeah. you do the rosary, there was, like, a potluck, you know what I mean? And um, my parents were a part of that. I met so many, like, Filipino girls, like, through that. It was probably one of the my only exposures to that. But again, I was in that mindset of, like, I'm trying to Filipino myself. Okay, I'll just be professional about this, guys. <laughs> and then now, like, you know, I'm all friends with them, like, IG, and I'm just, like, seeing, like, they're all just hella fine now. And I'm just like, 
damn. Like, <laughs> but they're in Bakersfield, so <laughs> and I can't do anything. Family parties. Hey, I'm going to start doing the family parties, dude. <laughs> I feel my backyard is going to get popping soon. Hey, so I you got, dude, man, to, you got a nice place here, man. Thank you. Thanks yeah. to my mama. My mama hustled to get this house. I'm very grateful. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <clears throat> and shout out, yo. It's okay to live with your mama. Hey. It's okay to live with fam. And honestly, that's that Filipino way. Take care of your fucking family. If your Lola is getting old, don't put her in a fucking home. Yes. Live at home. Take yes. care. Yes. Take care of your relationships at home first before going out and trying to hustle, trying hey. to um, organize other communities right. and shit. If you can't organize your own home, how the fuck are you going to organize other spaces? Word. That's my shout out. Word. That's my rant. That's my soapbox. Let me get down the fuck off now. <laughs> Woo! Queen Chris and Friends. Thank you, Herschel, dude. Woo! Thank you, sir. Boosh. Yes. <laughs>